You're listening to TOSE, The Other Side Enterprise, where we are committed to bringing you to the other side, taking you from dreams to possibilities and on to reality. Listen in on talks for business and life coaching starting right now with your host, Tiffany Rufino. Hey, other siders, welcome back to our podcast. I am here with the headphones to my mic, Mr. Rufino. Hi. Um, I don't know how I feel about being headphones. You know, I think it's a good practice. You should try it. <laughs> I, I hear some Judge Judy-isms. <laughs> no, she has more uh, gestures <laughs> than yeah. she does isms. I think I bring the isms <laughs> to this. Uh, so welcome back. I am excited once again because we are getting closer and closer to our next milestone, which is 600 downloads of our podcast. We are almost there and this podcast may bring us there. So that's super exciting. Thank you for joining us, for listening to us, for suggesting things, and also providing feedback. Uh, I appreciate the five-star rating that we have right now. We're always looking to take things from great to greater, and you are a part of that. You help us do that. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, today is an interesting topic, and honestly, it came up about five minutes before we started to record the podcast, and I'll share how that came about. But uh, the name of this podcast is How's That Working For You? <laughs> and what we're going to be talking about is really mostly online things, but I was on the unemployment website. Now, we're aware of, I'm in Florida, we're aware of what a, a terrible experience this has been with the website, right? Um, and I think for everybody involved, the people that are working the website, and then the people that need to access the website. But there's uh, a couple of pages dedicated to the Florida system. I'm not familiar with what's going on in other states or how easy it's been or how difficult it's been. I just know a lot of people are filing for unemployment right now. It's a hard time. And on this Facebook page, uh, somebody posted on there, you know, uh, complaining at people on the page saying, you know, why don't you guys just go ahead and apply for jobs. You may as well just go out there and get a job. There's millions of jobs out there, and yet you're clogging up the system trying to uh, get unemployment versus working your butt off, and like really very judgy. And I think the first comment on there was, oh my gosh, I can't wait to see the rest of the comments on this post, <laughs> which <laughs> it, within itself got, you know, hundreds of likes. And I started giggling, and then I started reading the comments after that where people just started jumping on the person that made the post and then people jumping on each other and then people all grouping together to, um, you know, jump on the unemployment system. A and lot of lines in the sand. Yeah, sure. yeah. <laughs> and it was just like you could really see like no wonder why this virus spreads as quickly as it does because it does when it's not a, a actual virus. It does when it's negativity. Like, to see the negativity happen, it was like a virus in this comment section on this group. And it was just mind-boggling to me because I sat there and I said, well, okay, why am I wasting my time reading this? Like, what's what does this bring to my life right now, right? Yeah. And clearly there was a purpose for me seeing that at the time that I did because it sparked me enough to want to have a conversation about it. And then, you know, I'm a big fan... Uh, those that know me of psychology, but also sociology and the study of people and the human interaction and culture and, and everything else. And so my mind started going to, 
it's amazing to me how quickly people either jump on board or they are willing to be so negative against somebody. So you either join the gang or you lead the gang. Okay. Right. And negativity. And, um, you know, it, it just takes one person to just kind of point in a different direction. And everybody's like, oh, yeah, let's go that way. And now we're going to point fingers at them. And it becomes this whole, there's a word for it. What's the word? Like you, a mob mentality? Yeah, a mob <clears throat> mentality, but, you know, a little more Disney-ish. So think Beauty and the Beast when they go with the fires and they're going oh, after the yeah, beast. Oh, yeah, the pitchforks and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a word for that. And I just can't think of um, what that is right now. It'll come back to me. <laughs> but I just wonder... If those people had taken three seconds, just three seconds to sit there and say, what's the solution? I wonder if they would have backed off on commenting at all. I, I think so. And really, I, I like, you know, I've said this before. I, I like to ask, what are you trying to accomplish? So the original person that posted, whether you agree with that person or not, they clearly have... A strong feeling about what they what they feel what what they posted with your post are you going to change that person's mind um you're almost it's almost like are you preaching to the choir that is now also going to post because they agree with you or are you just validating you know i don't know well, so it goes back to the what the group was. Now, if it's we've talked about social media before on on podcasts, you know, if it's your own page, do what you want to do, but just keep in mind that you're representing who you work for and who your family is and who your friends are. So, if you don't want them to see it or if you don't want to hear about it, you could always make that private, right? But in this group, there's thousands of people on there, and it tells you the intention of the group in the description to even join the group. You have to answer questions about, you know, are you a resident of Florida? Have you filed for unemployment? Have you read the rules? And in the rules, it talks about being polite and not like, you know, uh, posting anything negative, no soliciting, that sort of thing. So you either go on there to catch attention and start like a online riot for whatever reason, or you really feel that annoyed that you saw that many people complaining about the unemployment system and felt you had to say something. However, it did not come <coughs> across as an intelligent way to discuss the unemployment system. And if that was the case, if this person was going on there and they were upset that people were complaining about not receiving unemployment and this person felt like they should work, there's a lot of understanding this person clearly doesn't have because right now Florida shut down. So unless all these people that file for unemployment are essential workers that just aren't working, that's a different story. But you're basing your judgment on thousands of people and just generally throwing a blanket over all of them and saying, hey, you're all lazy, right? So you're going to piss people off by saying that. But then what's the solution then, right? And so just going out and applying for jobs is is not the solution because you don't know everybody's story on there. And knowing that the unemployment system is down for North Florida right now, um, you know, what's the solution to fix that if you're defending that? Um, like, just in anything that you're bringing to the table that's negative, if you sit back and you think, okay, if I go ahead and I go on here and I just, because all these people are, are XYZ, 
I mean, you know, like just I'm annoyed that they don't have a job and they're clogging up the system or whatever this person's opinion is. There's no positive resolution to it. There's no critical thinking involved in that. And I see that so much more online, but also in conversations when you have a group together. And I think about what's the intention? Is the intention for that person to grab attention? The intention is for attention? (laughs) (laughs) Or is the intention to really um, be a parent to a group of people and tell them something so they, they stop complaining? Or is the intention to be a troll so you, like, light a fire under somebody? Like, what's the purpose? And, like, what are you contributing versus what are you taking away? When you do something like that, I feel like you take so much positive energy away from the world and the earth and people. Now, granted, I've been part of that. I've had my moments where I've had my say, especially the early days of social media, uh, you know, in relationships or friendships or just... Um, you know, I'm not an angel in that case. And so, you know, just even thinking about that, I know for me, if my emotions are high, I'm so used used to the social media almost being like a journal for me Mm -hmm. and being able to put my thoughts out there. Now, you, on the other hand, are not big on social media, not because you don't know it, it's just you don't use it as much as I do, like if we compare to each other. So, What's your outlet and what are your thoughts about people that do things like this? I keep a very tight inner circle um, as far as people that I interact with. And usually it's because my method of venting is pretty sharp. It's pretty like I let a lot of words out in a short amount of time and not a lot of and people are not used to that. But having said that. I'm also not a routine type of person, so I'm, I'm not somebody who wakes up and checks Facebook every morning or whatever. Like, if I get an alert that something happened with somebody in my family, I'll take a look and and have that happen. Um, to go back to the whole thing with um, what people's intentions are, I usually think it's attention because if it was anything else you would be expressing that in a different forum and in a different way if you were really looking to change people's behaviors and when it's attention and it's like trollish that's really like if you don't know rule number one of the internet is don't feed the trolls like if you see somebody (laughs) who is on the internet and is clearly trying to get your attention and trying to goad you into something just leave them alone and go about your business because they're always going to win. Yeah. And I, I don't think that everybody that voices their opinion, whether positive, negative or neutral is a troll. I'm not saying that by any means. I'm saying that, you know, that's one area that people come from. Now there's also validity in some of the posts that happen and where there's a common cause, you know, so just like, I had shared in the last podcast, if you're having a meeting with your team and somebody objects to the thought that you're bringing across or the training that you're bringing across, instead of calling them out and being, you know, sarcastic towards them, you ask the team who else feels the same way. So you could find out, is this a group minded thing or is this just this one person that has a challenge with this? And, um, you know, I sometimes sit back and watch and see how many people are feeling this way? And let me do some research on, you know, 
okay, what supports my beliefs in this situation? And then what is the solution? And sometimes the solution is to sit back and let people have their voice and let it out. And it's almost like the virus in that, you know, it has to have its peak before it can come down and stabilize, right? And the peak for people is the human emotion. Everybody has that ramped up emotion of either feeling upset or um, pissed off, or even sometimes it's like super excited and super happy, and then it levels off, and it's no longer a topic because that's how quickly social media moves. And I think that happens so much even in relationships where, you know, you could have a conversation, you could be really upset with your partner or really upset with somebody in your family, and you hold on to that for a little while, but then that emotion starts to wear off and, you know, some logic starts to come into play or maybe even overthinking it could go either way depending on how you go about your thoughts and your feelings and how you piece them together based on how you know you've lived your life up until that point but i haven't lived your life as equally as you've lived mine so we're going to be different in how we approach those scenarios and how we approach high emotions so i think my intention in bringing this up is you know, when you do post and when you do go ahead and, um, you know, go against the grain, what's your purpose? Are you there to really inspire people to think differently and come to a solution? Or are you there to raise the flag and like have everybody angry and not have anything happen after that? Um, and I think that's happening more often than not, especially with this uh, virus and everybody in quarantine, because you're stuck alone sometimes with your thoughts a lot more than you would have been if you were working. And with work, you can distract your thoughts, right, with different tasks that you're doing day in and day out. And then you go home, you kind of talk to your family about, you know, what happened during your day, you talk to your fur babies, you talk to your goldfish, whatever it is, you get it out for just like a a five, 10 minute or maybe a half hour conversation and then you're on to the next thing. Whereas now there's no um, time frame for when we're returning to work and what that looks like. There's so much unknown out there. And I think the underlying part of that is, is fear. There's an underlying fear of us not knowing what the quote unquote end game is with this. And there's also a piece to it where it's the world just kind of dropped out from under us and we weren't prepared. And a lot of us weren't prepared more than the other. And that fear and anger is so strong because some of it is built up in, you know, like, let's say it was our situation. I would be built up with fear and anger over the fact that why weren't we prepared for this? Why didn't we have, you know, something to prepare us for this? Why are we hitting in such a hard way? Why don't we have a storage of toilet paper in our garage and paper towels and all this other stuff? Um, and so there's like anger towards your, yourself and your family. Like you, we should have known better, but nobody could have really known this on the outside of the people that actually didn't know it. And so the only way that we can respond is the way that we know how, and it's letting it out. And not a lot of people know how to communicate um, their emotions or even how to text it so that it doesn't come across as attacking other people for what you're upset about. Because really, it's ultimately how do you win that battle within yourself? Why don't we talk about how to channel that on the other side of this break? 
Hey other siders, are you looking for the perfect decoration to adorn your home with? Or what about a seasonal wreath for your favorite holiday exactly the way that you want it? Limitless Adornments creates beautifully unique 100% custom wreaths all year round. Each wreath is handmade and custom made to celebrate your favorite holiday, hobby, or just a place in your home. If you're interested in placing a custom order for your own personalized wreath, look up Limitless Adornments on Facebook, Instagram, and Etsy to make your perfect wreath a reality. Mention the other side to receive 10% off your first order. So the irony of this podcast is almost that I'm doing exactly what I'm complaining about other people doing. (laughs) in that I'm talking about uh, them complaining and not bringing a solution to it and that sort of thing. So then you go into, well, what is a solution, Tiff? What do you you suggest everybody do that would make you happy, right? Because that could be a mentality of somebody out there that's listening in cyberspace and has that feeling like the person that I was reading. And here's the thing. I don't have the solution for every situation on social media. I'm not going to tell people what they should or should not post. I'm going to make suggestions on how it affects you professionally, how it can affect you personally. But what I would challenge the thought process on is what you had mentioned before. What's your um, purpose? What What's the purpose to this post? Is it for your emotions to get out or is it for you to find a genuine answer to your question or is it for you to find a genuine solution and really how do we take the world at this point in our lives from great to greater right we we have a break in the world there was so much negativity in what was going on between us and other parts of the universe and i'm not going to get into all the you know specifics on that stuff but this is a time where we could be greater human beings. And, you know, when we don't have an opportunity to be social with each other, the only way that we could really communicate is without being with each other. So how do we pull people together more instead of pushing people apart and being um, the brave soldier online because nobody's going to meet you in person to really challenge your thought process and have that conversation face to face? One thing that you can do is practice this when there's not an epidemic or when there's not or rather a pandemic in in this case or some emergency situation where everybody's um, emotions are running rampant. And that would be so one way that you can do that is like if you're at work or if you're at home, instead of complaining about something that you don't like, lead with a solution. So that would look like you don't like working late. But instead of saying to your boss, hey, I don't like working late, you come to your boss with some sort of solution to that. Hey, I spoke with this person. They're willing to take some of my late shifts. Is it okay if I switch with that person? Um, Because otherwise you're just taking the energy that you have and instead of trying to channel it to something positive that can fix it you're just putting it on somebody else who's going to have to be put in that position where if there is sometimes there isn't a solution right so if there isn't a solution they're going to have to be the bad guy uh online for this person writing that post what i would have done if that was really the case that there was all these jobs and people aren't applying for i would say hey i don't know if you knew about this but such and such place all of a sudden announced that they're hiring this many people. 
have you tried doing that while the while the website is down? Right. And I'm also not saying that we're not humans and we don't have the right to be frustrated or, you know, be sarcastic in our posts or however you want to be. I just think that when it comes to a specific group that was created not by you, where you're not an admin or or a moderator, and you're there to be part of the solution, because that's what the group was looking for, that you want to make sure you're tailoring your posts to the needs of the group. Now, when it's the needs of your page, that's completely different Then you know, post freely, just be conscious of who your audience is, I think. And I think taking, you know, we've talked about the stress levels, the cortisol, it takes 18 minutes for cortisol levels to drop where your um, anxiety and your high emotions and and all of that um, now come down and logic can start to play into what your next moves are going to be. I think even in a couple of seconds of posting something or before you post it, you know, you have those moments where you start to write it on your phone, right? You start to text and then all of a sudden you look at your text and you reread it. And you think, yeah, maybe that's not exactly what I want to say, right? And that's when the other person at the other end of the receiving text sees the three dots. <laughs> and they're like, what's taking them so long to post this or to answer my question? Um, I know back in the day, because I'm from the 1900s, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, as well as you, so I'm not just going to place myself there by myself. But in the 1900s, what uh, I learned to do was to write a letter of all my emotions and hide it. And if I still felt the same way the next day, then I would go ahead and give that person the letter. But a lot of times it was just a practice in myself of let me see how I react in the moment and then reread it the next day and and think about, okay, what's going to happen after this person receives the letter? Is it because I couldn't get the emotion out to say what I needed to say face to face? It was just because I was angry and I needed a release and that was the only way to do it. You know, um, I, I think it's just channeling your emotions. And again, I think it goes back to emotional intelligence in that what causes your emotions to get so high or what is really going back to that person who was upset that people were posting their frustration with unemployment. That person had communicated their frustration in being that so many people were without jobs and that she factored them in as being lazy or whatever the case may be. What is her challenge with people being lazy? How is it affecting her? Why is it so important to her? And I think that comes with emotional intelligence of, okay, how does this purpose affect me before I go ahead and now give it to somebody else to take care of? As for the people that see the post and jump on. <clears throat> yeah, there's like and, almost 300 people commenting. And start and start hopping on. Think of how much of that energy you can divert to re-establishing the purpose of that group. Because there are a lot of people on there that are there looking for a solution to a problem. Mm-hmm. Because most of the posts are, sorry to interrupt you, but most of the posts are, has anybody received unemployment yet? When did you file? So this way I know if you received it by that date, I applied maybe a couple days after, so I should be seeing mine soon. Mm-hmm. Was it a paper check? Was it direct deposit? How did you get direct deposit? You know, like it's, it is a lot of information questions. It's almost like crowdsourcing the, the information so that you can almost see pockets of there's progress happening in this town versus that town, etc. Which is awesome. So don't 
when you see something like that, always think like, even if the purpose is to think about something else, is it derailing me from the from the goal that I have? And if the goal that you have is to seek a solution to a specific problem, ignore this derailment and just keep seeking that solution. Because if you go and let yourself get derailed, the the that's what I, that's what I mean when I say the trolls win, mm-hmm. right? Because you. You can't cross the bridge. You can't get to the yeah. other side or the positive side of things, right? Correct. And because trolls hide under bridge, that bridges—that's what we learned in the 1900s. Uh-huh. <clears throat> um, but you know, the the other piece that I want to share is that in the beginning of the podcast, we talked about virus, and I feel that negativity is it within itself a virus. And there's times where you know. It, Everybody feels negativity, and I think that's just part of the balance of being a human being. But I'd rather my cup runneth over with positivity than negativity. So it's an act of choice in how you choose to apply your emotions. Do you choose to think positively? Do you choose to tell your brain what to think and then, you know, your body how to feel? Because your words to yourself dictate what your results are going to be. So if I sit there and I start saying all these negative things, my body's going to react in a negative way. It's funny, me and my mom had this conversation recently where we were talking about where we were holding tension in our body. And she was suggesting that I listen to a person that's strong in meditation and Reiki and that sort of thing because she speaks to You know, if you're angry, you will probably hold tension in this part of your body. If you're sad, you'll feel it in this part and chakras and all this other stuff. And, you know, we were talking about where we had tension in our body at that point. And we were trying to identify the cause. And then we were talking about solutions to it. So we could have sat there for the majority of the call and just complained about how bad, you know, our headache was or how bad the pain in our shoulder felt or how bad, you know, our bones were aching, but it was more of, here's a solution. Try listening to this and use this meditation and then try taking that and doing that. And, and that is a purposeful way to come together for a solution because had we sat there and dwelled on how terrible we felt, then how were we going to feel after the phone call? And then that's the virus, right? So we would have got off the phone. We would have felt negative. And then my next interaction with you would have been negative and you would have been like, what the heck? Like, I didn't do anything. You just got <laughs> off the phone with somebody and and now you're all of a sudden thinking about it, even though your emotions are like, you know, usually at a two. But if it's me and my emotions are coming at you at a certain type of way, yeah, you feel a different. certain type of way, then you'd probably talk to the dogs and they'd be like, why is dad mad at me? <laughs> right. So it's a virus. That's very contagious. And the virus for negativity flows so much faster and so much stronger than positivity. Yeah, positivity goes one to one. Like when you think pay it forward, somebody bought you lunch, so you buy one person lunch, not 10 people or 12 people. Right. And then the person behind you is just like, oh, yay, a gift. And they don't keep it going. Yeah. Right. Or. But when you think about negative, somebody's in a bad mood. They're in a bad mood. And see, you just said a positive and I just said a negative to it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and that one person doesn't buy anybody else's lunch. But but if you you think about it, if somebody's in a bad mood, they woke up on the wrong side of the bed. They're they're negative all day. So they're not negative to a bed. Yeah. They're not negative to one person. They're negative to three, four, five, six, seven. So it, it is kind of a skew in that. And and really think about that. Think about when somebody does something positive for you or something positive comes your way, are you paying it forward one-to-one or are you 
trying to make it an exponential, like a snowball effect. Or just say, I cashed in my karma coins. I deserved it. Da, 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 da. I'm just going to move forward with it. Yeah. <laughs> and also think about it the opposite way. When something negative happens to you, are you paying that negativity forward? How do you pay it forward? Is it, are you now upset with seven people that you interact with in that day? You know, it's, it's, it's a good exercise to think about. Well, I've gotten conversations before where maybe I wasn't treated the best in a situation, you know, maybe by a store clerk or whatever the case may be. And I had friends with me and they would be like, why were you so nice to that person? And I just think about, you know, the positive and negative symbols when you think about, um, you know, electricity and um, the vibes that I want to put out there is more positive. I could choose to fall into the same boat as that person, but if I take a higher way than that person, that might influence them to change their behavior with somebody else. So let's say, let's give an example because I think it'll help people visualize what I'm talking about. Let's say I am, um, you know, a, a salesperson and I'm the cashier at a clothing store. And my backstory is I came into work today and my manager was upset because nobody recovered the store the night before. And so when I came in and I said, good morning, my manager didn't say good morning to me or how, you know, asked me how I was and just started rambling about last night. And I didn't even close last night and I just walked away. So I started my day on negativity and also having to clean up the store because nobody else re recovered. Right. So now I get called to the register because it's busy. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, all right, well, my manager's yelling at me because I got to recover the store. And now I got to ring these customers up. This person's coming up and they've got 18,000 coupons and they're not sure which one applies. And and so now my frustration is building because now I'm building this negative mountain of my day. And so, you know, maybe I tell the customer, I don't say hi to them. I just start ringing up their stuff. They ask for the hangers. I tell them no, even though I could gladly give them to them. It's just I'm not feeling that type of way. Um, I tell them their coupons won't work, that they can only use one. I'm not willing to work it out so that they have separate purchases to use all the coupons on. And so then it becomes personal. The person in front, the person that is buying this stuff doesn't know what happened to me during the day, but they're just wondering, well, why are you treating me this way? I came in here for a service. I'm paying my money for a service, I don't expect to get my stuff thrown into a bag and like no conversation or no pleasantries or no experience here. And so there's lack of communication there, but the customer also doesn't need to know what happened behind the scenes with me and my manager and with me in the store and that sort of thing. I just have to understand that in order for me to have that position in that job, I need the customers that are on that line. Because if I don't have any customers online, they can't afford to pay me. Mm -hmm. Right. And so the customer in turn can say, you know, can also see the look on my face and the frustration. And that would be me. Right. So if I'm the customer in that situation and I see that salesperson that's frustrated, that's where I just jump in because empathy plays a part. Like I've been there. I've been in the clothing industry. I get when it's like Black Friday and people are buying a lot of stuff and it's already crazy for the person that's shopping. So, you know, you got to take a deep breath. And I got to say, I've never met the salesperson before. So I know it's not about me, you know, whatever issues they have going on. But I'm going to tell them, listen, I'll take the hangers off. We'll work as a team. I'll make sure, you know, like just do it working together is so crucial in what makes us human beings and what makes us greater human beings. And I think the lack of that right now is what's bringing out negativity and ugliness online. So 
I guess with that, what I would say to close this up is that you have a choice to be positive or negative. And if you really need to get the negative out, give yourself a time limit on how long you're going to be negative for the day and then choose to be positive for the rest of the day and see how your body feels, see how your interactions change and see if you get a different result that day that takes you from great to greater. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and share. We'll see you next time on The Other Side Enterprise.